This is Cheryl Moore, and you are listening to the Simply Jesus Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Simply Jesus. Uh, Today, I decided to invite my friend Jackson Williams. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I really wanted to show our listeners um, a real deep relationship with Jesus, what mm. that could look like, and maybe something that they haven't seen before. Yeah. So um, I thought you would be a great example to kind of share your story of how um, Jesus became more real to you, because I think you grew up in the church. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so um, I just wanted to kind of, ex- you know, you tell your story of what that looked like for you. It's probably different than maybe what other people have experienced. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Man, first, thank you for having me. Yes, yes. It's such an honor to to be here and to talk with you about this. Okay. Um, Cheryl, I just really look up to you and respect oh, thank you. you. So the fact that you would think that I could come and have something to contribute is really special. Oh, that's so I did grow up in the church. Um, I come to know Jesus and believe in him, I mean, at a really early age. But what I would say is that my relationship with him was not close and personal until much later in life. Um, Even though I grew up in church, I got baptized at an early age, um, I didn't live like it. So in high school, I was doing everything that everyone else was. I was partying, hanging out with friends. Um, I cared more what other people thought than what the Lord thought. And I had a lot of relationships in my life, right. but I wouldn't say that Jesus was one of them. Okay. Um, went to college, and for the first time in my life, I started experiencing depression and anxiety and just all of this fear and doubt. Um, and what I realized, Looking back on it, it's a lot clearer than it was in the moment. But what I realize is everything that I was pursuing, it wasn't as good as I thought that it was. Uh-huh. And it ultimately was leaving me empty. Right. So all the friendships, all the people I had to hang out with, somehow I found myself feeling alone. And in that place, um, in that place of desperation, that's whenever I actually relied on my faith for the first time was when I needed it, Okay. when I needed to. Um, and so I started praying again because I knew I needed help. Yes. And I remembered Jesus. I remembered what I had learned about him. Right. Um, and for the first time, I would say that he started becoming real to me again. Um, I remember... Um, this is after I graduated college, moved back home. Um, I kind of came to a breaking point. Things just got worse than they had ever been before. And the things that I was trying weren't working. Yeah. Um, and so finally, for the first time, I was ready to change something. I was ready to give up everything I was pursuing. Right. Um, and say, okay, God, I know that you made me. And I know that the stuff I'm trying isn't working. If it's all gotten me here, like I don't want to try that anymore. Right, yeah. Um, And I remember him very clearly leading me from that place. Yes. How great that he wasn't mad at you. You know, I think in our minds we think he's going to be really upset 
because of what mm. I've done in the past, or he's going to, maybe he's now abandoned me because yeah. I abandoned him. But even at that, he's like, I never, right? Yeah. He's, he's just waiting for you to say, I'm ready. I'm ready to do something different. So yeah. it's so much grace. I love that. Yeah. And he's so faithful. I remember feeling like I had to get myself to a certain point before I could come to him. Okay. Yeah. I remember feeling like, okay, I really need to stop drinking or I really need to stop talking this way or I really need to stop fill in the blank before I can come to church or (laughs) read my Bible or have any sort of relationship with the Lord. And it didn't work. Like I couldn't fix myself in order Mm -hmm. to get to that point to be with him. And instead, um, I finally got to the place where I was like, okay, I know I can't, but I'm crying out for help. And it was like, he was right there all along and Mm -hmm. he was just so close and so faithful. And he was like, okay, let's go. Wow. I got you. Yeah. So, and I just remember immediately following that feeling were people that he specifically placed in my life. Uh. I remember having a conversation with my sister where I was able to confess things to her that I had never told anyone before. And I remember a conversation with Ryan Rainey. Um, Ryan is a pastor at our church that I've known for years, like decades at this point. I've known him for so long. He's one of my closest friends. And I just remember a conversation where I where I told him all of the stuff that I felt like was keeping me from the Lord. Right. And what his response was, was so unexpected to me, but it was so like Jesus. Yeah. Were you expecting like the condemnation or like? Well, I was expecting him to look at me and be like, yeah, dude, you are messed up. Yeah. Like this is a lot of stuff you need help. Mm -hmm. But instead he looked at me with like this love in his eyes and he's like, dude, you're not alone. Oh. Like the things that you're telling me now, I've heard it all before. And guess what? Like God loves you. You are forgiven, you are clean. Man, Cheryl, I just remember him being so gracious in that moment and it was like nothing I said. Even the things that shocked me, nothing I said shocked him. Wow. And instead it was just met with this love. And this this is what I want to get to is right here. I remember in this conversation at the end, he prayed for me. And as he was praying, I remember feeling forgiveness for the first time. Oh, wow. How I you... could, like, there was this peace that settled okay. in. Yeah. Where before there was anxiety and there was fear. As he was praying, I felt that just kind of dissipate and instead I just felt peace. So kind of like I'm sitting here in this chair, just like comfortable, Mm -hmm. I just felt myself get really comfortable. Wow. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, it does, it does. Because it sounds like you were carrying the weight Mm -hmm. of of your past, right? And as he prays for you and all of a sudden that starts to lift, you feel that freedom or that peace. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. And I just remember leaving that room different than when I got there. Right, right. Just feeling lighter like you're talking Uh about. Um, Yeah, feeling like everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Even though 
the circumstances were the same. Like I had made decisions that had consequences. Sure. All of that stuff surrounding me was still the same, but I was different right. in the midst of everything else. Yeah. I, th I think it's possible that people don't realize that Jesus wants to carry that load Yeah, because we don't want to put it on him because it doesn't feel right. You mm -hmm. know, he's the son of God, but yet he wants to take all of that off of us. He wants yeah. to give us that freedom. Um, but sometimes I feel like, I mean, we want to get rid of it, but mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure we realize that he could so easily take it. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes we think it's too good to be true. Ah, uh, Yeah. But it's true. <laughs> right. Or like it can't be that simple. Right. Yeah. That's okay. a good way of saying it. Yeah. But it is. And he wants to, like you're saying. Yeah. And he is, he just changes everything. Everything is different whenever you have a relationship with Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what did, what did your, your relationship with Jesus look like after Ryan mm -hmm. prayed for you and you kind of felt lighter? Yeah. Um, I think for the first time, I knew what I had always, let me back up. I think for the first time, I truly believed oh. what I had always kind of known in my head to be true. Okay. But it moved down into my heart and into my spirit. And so what changed was, Whenever I went from that place, whenever I experienced um, the same type of anxiety creep in or the same type of doubt creep in, creep in, um, I had someone to talk to about it that I actually believed was there right. and listening. And not only that, but could do something about it. Right. Okay. So your prayers were different, would you say, than the way you kind of approached Jesus? Completely. Yeah. A hundred percent. Before that day, my prayers were, um, they felt like hope expressed. Okay. Like, man, I hope I get this job. Yeah. Or man, I hope that this goes my way. But there's no real like belief behind that kind of hope. So it went from that to talking with someone who had all authority, all power, loved me more than anything else. And so instead of, man, I hope this anxiety goes away, it was, Jesus, I feel really anxious right now. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, will you help me? And then Cheryl, he, he did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like, yeah. I would just talk about anything at any time, any place. I wouldn't have to like close my eyes and bow my head. I would just talk to him. Right. Because I knew that he was there. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes, because I think sometimes um, we may feel like we everything has to be done in a very specific way, a yeah. certain way. Mm -hmm. So I think that it makes, um, there's kind of freedom to just say, Jesus, are you here and can you make yourself known? And mm -hmm. I, I'm anxious about this job and I just need to know you're here. Mm -hmm. You know, just to call out to him and and to feel his presence or to feel um his closeness. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So because of that, everything changed. Yeah. And I just realized how near he was. Right. I think that's the biggest thing was I knew. 
I believed I experienced him like I'm experiencing you right now. Right. Um, I can't see him the way that I'm seeing you. But when I talk to him, it feels like I'm talking to you. Wow. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so special. I, I just, I wish everybody could experience that, <laughs> you know, because I've had similar story where I grew up in church um, and knew of him and prayed, but there was a moment where he felt so real to me and he spoke to me, you know, and, and as I kind of heard him in my mind, he became so much more real mm. than I realized. And there's um, nothing compares to that. Nothing. You know, to feel that this um, the Son of God knows you, cares about what's going on with you, even if it seems small in the big scheme of things, He just loves us. Yeah. And, um, and to, you know, I, I've been reminding my son that, uh, Jesus was a man, so he mm. understands us more than we realize. Yeah. He's been through the different things that we have been through. He's felt anxiety and fear. Mm. And so he really does uh, care and have such an understanding, you know, and maybe that's why we can we feel so much peace when we're around him because mm. we are really known. He's like, I get it, Jackson. Yeah. I get how you're feeling. I'm here for you. Yeah. I, I'm the way and I am your strength. And um, follow me, and I'm, I'm going to lead you to a good place. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of person I want to talk to. Yeah. Is one who can empathize and understand. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. And to know that Jesus is not just God. He is. Right. But like that also he experienced, he experienced everything that we experienced. Right. He knows what it's like. Um, yeah, there's something really comforting and reassuring about a friend like that. Yeah. And the fact that the God of the universe <laughs> can be a friend like that. Right. Is wild. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what makes it so special, mm-hmm. you know, about about it. Um, well, I, I thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. I um, it, It's really amazing. I'd love to hear you know, the switch where mm. something gets turned on and then we can kind of see Jesus in a new light. But will you pray for our listeners mm. that they also would know Jesus like that, not yeah. just a Jesus of Sunday school, maybe of the Bible, but Jesus as their friend and their comforter and really their savior, um, that they would have, you know, kind of a life-changing experience also. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. Okay, great. Yeah. Lord, I just thank you for who you are. Jesus, you are so good. Jesus, thank you that you are all-powerful. You have all authority. You are the creator of the universe, and yet you see us. You draw near us. You want to be close to us. You want to be our friend and our Lord and our Savior. And Lord, I thank you that when we talk to you, you hear us and you listen and you respond. Lord, I thank you that we know that we can come to you about anything. And so, Father, I just ask that anyone in my hearing 
anyone listening to this podcast would come to know you, come to experience you in that way. Lord, I pray that you would make yourself known to them that any time that they turn towards you, that they would know that they know that they know that you are right there. God, I pray that you would be as real to us as the people that we talk to on a daily basis. Lord, I'm just so thankful for you. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You know, if if Jackson's story... um, affected you. If you would let us know or put it in the comments, or maybe you just have more questions about this Jesus, um, we would love to answer any questions you have. We would love to tell you more about the Jesus that we know that's so personal to us that um, has just really changed our lives, you know? So um, let us know if you have questions. And then also, if you have comments about Jackson's story, we would love to hear it. So um, thank you, and we'll see you next time. I hope that conversation blessed you like it blessed me. Such a beautiful story. And we are going to have Jackson on on another episode where he can tell us maybe some tips on how to start a more meaningful relationship with Jesus. So I would love for you to join us.